0: Hey y'all, I'm Sarah, a queer, feminine, disabled digital media consultant with a background in community organizing. And this is not your average digital marketing podcast. I'm up to rebrand influencer culture for the better, highlighting social issues, things you should give a fuck about, and helping folks understand the connection between social media and social change. Join me on this journey to help make influencer culture a tool for our collective liberation. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Influencing the Influencers. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope you're having a beautiful day. Happy Monday. Welcome to another week. Ooh, I have been feeling the feels lately. Can I just say that? I have been feeling it. Yeah, just like really sitting in what comes next. I got this podcast launched, and that was a big push that I was really focused on, a big goal that I was really driving towards and building towards for a few months, you know, I'd say like end of November through February. And then that's really just been, how do I build it? How do I build it? And it's building, it's growing. We hit the 200 download mark recently. That was super exciting. I had some incredible interviews. I have more on the books. I have local projects that are coming into the world soon. And so like these things that have developed are now processing out and like finishing up. I'm offboarding another client soon and it's, oh, it is exciting. It is terrifying. And it's the cycle, right? Like we go through big cycles and we go through many cycles. And because these different cycles work at different paces, I think I often get really caught up in the like, in the processing of some of the bigger cycles, right? Because like it takes longer for the things in those longer cycles to really come forth and and come to fruition. So I've been getting into human design. Hey, if you know it, you know it. It's wildly accurate. I cannot explain to you how detailed. <laughs> I I had a I had a I had a live recently and it got broken down for me and it was just really telling me everything I kind of already have unpacked for myself, but in a way that it was validating, in a way that it helped me really put in my mind what it is that I was looking for, I guess, in terms of like, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right move for me? So let me get into it for a second. I am a manifester, which is about 9% of the population, which makes me feel kind of special. But it's not the most rare. There's one more rare. I think it's projectors, they said. I'm not, I don't quite remember. But yes, it's like the second, it, it, it's it's kind of rare, but not totally rare. I'm a manifester. And what that means is I am like the fire starter of the human design types. And the thing about human design is they all work in collaboration with each other in an ideal situation, you have some of everybody, of every design type and like a team collaborating together to execute a plan. And while traditionally, the manifestors have been the historical like archetype for leaders, a little bit much of an egomaniac, and we don't need that kind of energy as we move forward to the future, right? And so big role for manifestors, I think, is learning how to work in collaboration and to inspire the other people to bring in their ideas and bring in their perspectives, really to, like, enhance this original thing that we have come up with, this fire that we bring to the table to help everyone then come and collaborate around. So I'm really trying to lean into that energy. But part of that is, like, I'm not always going to be, like, boom on fire. And part of this is, like, my specific design with, like, different Gates and things, I don't even know all the terms, but yes, the, I have open areas. Um, my root is very open, which is at the bottom of your design chart. And it's cl- you can have a closed, which is colored in, or you can have an open, which is like not colored in. And mine's open, and so that means that you know, I have a undefined energy source, and so it does not just like hold there, it like very much has to like build up as a manifester. I'm really leaning into that energy of like, where is this inspiration coming from? Where am I getting things from? And then how do I bring it to the right people to make it happen? So that is what I have really been leaning into. And part of that process now is learning to be comfortable in the process, learning to be comfortable with the slow bits of time and the way things don't move at the speed necessarily that I always wanted to, but it moves at the speed that probably needs to to make the impact that it needs. And so I guess I just wanted to talk a little bit about being in these larger tides and these larger circles and being comfortable sitting in that processing and being comfortable sitting in that I'm not where I used to be and I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not I don't know where I am. I'm somewhere in the middle. I've been talking a lot about this with my friends about how the time I'm in in my life right now even like reminds me of when I was in my young 20s. I wasn't a teenager anymore. like d- by definition and mentally and emotionally, I didn't feel like a teenager anymore. But I also didn't feel grown yet. I didn't fe- I didn't feel confident to say even I was a woman right? I would say like, I'm a young adult. I just kind of didn't know how to describe myself. It was this big, gray, murky area. Maybe you're in this phase right now in your life and that resonates with you. Or maybe you're older and you can think back on times before, maybe multiple times where this has happened because I'm in another phase of it. And I have a feeling that this phase is going to come throughout my life, right? Like there are going to be many times when I am faced with waiting. And not because I'm not taking action, right? Like I think there's a difference of I'm waiting in fear or I'm waiting in confusion or I'm waiting even just to like make a decision because I don't feel I have all the information yet. And then there's this kind of waiting that I feel in where I've made decisions, I've taken action, I'm taking action. I'm, you know, it's all there and it, doesn't seem like results are coming in, at least not at the speed that I want them to. As I reflect on other times, I think it's it's this waiting for results and trusting that the things that I am doing, even though I can't fully see the end result of it, that it is right, that it is good. And so I've really been looking to these smaller signs that tell me, like, I'm on the right path. I'm doing what is necessary and I'm going to get to where it is that I want to be. And it's been hard. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's been hard. It has not been a fun process. However, it's been worth it. It's totally been worth it. If I hadn't gone through this process before, I don't think I would have ended up in college. It was being in this, like, I need to make a, I need to make a change. And so then I made, like, some radical moves. But I didn't know how to get to that point until I had sat in that waiting for long enough. And I guess I had gotten all of the experiences I needed to get and something in the universe said, okay, it's time now act. Do this, do this wild thing, which was applying to community college, which, you know, look at where it ended up. And I'm so grateful. Like, God, I am very grateful that I got into community college when I did, because I do not want to know What would have happened during the pandemic to me had I not gone back to school when I did? So I think there is divine timing in everything. And sometimes it's well beyond what we can recognize or what we can understand. And yeah, I guess it's a little woo-woo, but I'm sitting in the woo and getting comfortable with letting things process in. And I think there's a role for that. There's something to be said about taking a lot of space just to think, to have deep analytical thinking, which is what I try to spend a lot of my time doing. And to some, it looks very surface level. It looks like I'm just watching the news or it looks like I'm just like scrolling the Internet. But internally, there's a lot of processing going on. There's a lot of connections happening, a lot of synapsing happening that can lead me down research trails that I would never have found otherwise. So. Creating space for that deep processing, creating space for that deep thinking, especially when I'm in this like waiting period, I think is so important because those moments where I'm going to start, and I think we all can start to like grab onto the little things we need to be able to take that next step, to feel like, oh, I have completed this waiting and now I can like take this action and I know what this action should be and I know how to do it and I know what I'm looking for and I have all the pieces finally, that. And so that waiting and that processing and that work is what I'm in right now. And it feels murky and weird and uncomfortable. And I want to tell you that if you're in this with me, it's okay. We're getting through it. And this is silly maybe, but I wanted to pull up a couple of stories about celebrities who kind of were in the same phase. It's like same middle gray area phase of like where i where am i and what's coming next and maybe i need to renegotiate my ideas and plans because it's not panning out the way i want. But then it does. Right when they're on the cusp of letting go, it does. And so i wanted to share just briefly a couple of stories that i saw. June of 2021, Miss Laverne Cox had an interview with People and she said she was devastated by turning 40. My life was kind of in shambles financially. I had worked and trained a lot and my dream of being a working actress had not come to fruition. That sounds a little familiar. It was just like, I've got to do something else. I mean, who do I think I am? I'm a Black transgender woman. No one's ever done this before. Let me go and do something have a real job or something. Cox was thinking of going to grad school when she auditioned for the part of Sophia in Orange is the New Black. She was a groundbreaker and a trailblazer, and we all know her as such. And y'all, like, example one. Got a couple more. We have our cutie Millie Bobby Brown. In a 2020 interview with Jimmy Fallon, she said, I think I was just very disheartened by the rejection, which is something that I tell everyone is like, this industry is just full of rejection 24-7. I was auditioning for commercials for anything really. And then I auditioned for Game of Thrones and I got a no for that. And then that's kind of when I was like, oh, this is really difficult. And I guess I really wanted that role. After that setback, she said one of her last goes of acting was an audition for a show on Netflix, which later became Stranger Things. And we all know her as Eleven from that show. I'll give us one more example of William Jackson Harper. In a 2017 interview with Box Angeles, he said, I was thinking, okay, I could give theater and acting up. I could, you know, quit entirely, and I definitely had thought that. No longer will theater and acting be the center of my life. I had sort of come to peace with it. As he was coming to peace, he was cast on The Good Place as Chidi Etagonier. So these are just a few examples I'll link this article from BuzzFeed in the show notes so you can check it out yourself if you want to see all 22 actors who almost quit before getting a major Hollywood role from the BuzzFeed article. But I just wanted to give you a little glimpse of inspiration that some of our favorites, some of our favorite folks can also have the same doubts as us, right? And this is true on influencers. Everyone on the show has commented that, you know, this has always been a crapshoot for them. They don't know what's coming and it's a whirlwind. And I think that's true of life. We never really know what's coming and we have to be ready for anything, but that doesn't mean that we have to prepare for the worst. We could flip that and think that if we have to prepare for anything, we can prepare for the best and we can give ourselves the opportunity and the manifestation energy to bring in joy and goodness and abundance and all of the things that we're seeking And I think working in community and tying it all together, working with other human design types can help us do that, right? Collaboration is key. It is everything. And I think in working in community and collaboration, it can help us through some of these cycles and processing and feeling okay in ourselves because we are surrounded by people who love and support us and can see the vision sometimes a little clearer than we can because they're a bit farther from it. So... Lean on your community, lean on your friends, lean on your loved ones. If you're feeling gray and murky and in the processing and it doesn't feel gray, let them know. Let them be there for you. And in the meantime, I will be doing the same. Y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode. That's all I have for you today. It would mean so much to me if you would go and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And if you can, leave a review. Let me know what you think of the show, and if there's anyone you want me to talk to, I would love to hear from you. I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Influencing the Influencers. If you'd like what I'm talking about, please be sure to subscribe and rate the show as it helps build our community. Speaking of community, be sure to check out our Discord for free and exclusive content, and I would love to consider joining my Patreon to support my work as a creator. Much love, y'all, and I'll talk to you next week.